go. Here we go. Here we go. Emmanuel, that was so good. <laughs> go again. Three, two, one. Five. To the Movement for Life podcast. Where we talk about ways that keep us moving throughout our life. I'm JR. And I am Colby Christophic. It's our Super Bowl special. Ba 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 ba. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. The Super Bowl was this past weekend. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was fun. It was great. Yeah. We're going to talk about the game, the commercials, the halftime show, and then how it kind of relates to what we do, right? Yeah, absolutely. But before we get started, we got to talk about something else. What's that? What we did last week to move. So much moving. I felt like I was exhausted. I mean, I have a busy schedule like you do. You know, I have my full-time job with you. And yeah. then, you know, that includes my coaching and doing any kind of like full-time job status requirements, our podcast stuff, editing. Any videos or footage I take as well for social media, I edit that. And then on top of that, I work at two other gyms where I'm doing the same thing, taking videos, taking photos. I have my own podcast. I got to edit that. And I have to work out. Yeah. It's not easy. Definitely. It's there's not. You You think um, you're, uh, you're in the gym all the time. Shouldn't you have all this time to work out? Nah, not really. That's definitely the... The common misguided thought that people think, oh, we're coaches, we're here all the time, we just work out all the time. But we, you know, we're here because it's our job. And I do find time to work out. So, yeah. Um, so, I did do, I'm trying to do a three times a week CrossFit schedule on top of nice. three times a week where I'm running. I need to get my right. in injury prevention in. I need to make sure that I'm doing a lot of mobility. So, that means it takes okay. me like, 30 minutes or so to warm up for like a longer run. And then okay. I'm very mindful to then cool down about the same amount of time stretching. And uh, I mean, yeah, that comes with age too, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm at that point. So then Sunday when we were all going to do a long run, I, I had to weigh the, the cost benefit analysis. <laughs> and uh, at the end of the day, it just, I, I feel like if I'm at a day where I don't feel up to doing my programming for the day, and that day was 18 miles, then I now know that if I push myself, I'm going to get injured. So I just realized it's just, I started running, and I think you texted me when I was probably like starting mile two, and I told you I was going to do 10 miles instead of 18, and then I ended up only doing two. But then I just like, I was like, I don't feel like doing this. I'm not in it in my mind. And usually yeah. I'm all in 100%. And so I just then stopped and I yeah. did some strength work because I have not front squatted all week. And I want, I just want to do something different. Nice. I was ready for the game. And so I got a good workout in. It just wasn't what I had expected. So, yeah. and I'm still really tired today. Yeah. Here we are though. We are. Yeah. So tell me, I know you have also been super busy and you did actually fulfill your your run quota. Yeah, I did. I mean, we all know this by now that I'm I'm not really doing any running to prep for this. Um, 
but I, I did play um, some indoor pickleball this week. I saw that. Was where, was this, me. where is this court at? It's in Camarillo, and it's a brand new indoor pickleball court at some batting cages. And oh, cool. I think in the evenings, it's batting cages. They roll out all the cages. And then during the day, they roll out all the nets in the cages so that they sit up against the wall and they have courts that they paint on the floor and bring out courts. And it was great. It was nice. It's a ton of fun. Um, very different environment doing it indoors, um, kind of like compact. All of the courts are really next to each other, <clears throat> but it was a ton of fun. And then did some CrossFit last week, which I was happy about. Um, only like three days of training CrossFit, but that's my goal. If I'm, a, I'm just like you, I'm winning the week. If I get three CrossFit workouts in Yes. and then, um, I did a long 18 mile run on Woo! Sunday. Yeah. That is officially the longest I've ever ran in my life. I mean, I think uh, you should say that you're not doing running in the traditional sense, like a traditional training program, though you do run like here and there. I kind of give you shit about it, but you are running at some point. So it's sure, just not yeah, the yeah. traditional programming. Yeah, we had we had shuttle runs in the workout last week. I did that. And today you're going to do it again today. And we got shuttle runs again today. I'm ru- yeah. I'm running. I'm you're training running. for this yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was fun. I, I actually felt a lot better than I thought I was going to. Um, I think hydration and and fuel. Uh, makes a big difference. So I made sure that I had water throughout. I was drinking often during that. And I I went to REI on Saturday and I bought the little gummy fuel things and the, um, the goo things. And Mm -hmm. I was eating stuff like every 30 minutes trying to not be like full or anything, but never wanting to feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted or depleted. So Tell, tell us what the difference between the gummy, the gummies and the goo. The difference between those two um you know i don't really know a whole lot i think as far as like energy content it was pretty similar for serving size mm-hmm. um serving size is like one packet of goo and that's like 45 grams of sugars um and then i think it's like two or three of the gummies is that same 45 grams i actually liked the gummies a little bit more i don't know why but i liked chewing something rather than yeah. just like slurping on something i mean that the goo has always been the one thing that i i've used but i hate ingesting it especially when i'm running and i kind of have cotton mouth it's just kind of like putting pudding down your throat at a time where you just don't feel like having that kind of consistency and that's kind of what i liked about the gummy was because you're chewing you're i felt like i was like breaking up some of that dry mouth whereas if i was doing that goo the goo was it felt like i was just like adding to the dry mouth trying to like swallow it down i agree so yeah here we are we're gonna work out today hopefully we're both gonna work out together um, and get after it yeah uh okay so talked about what we did last week and even some stuff yesterday but yesterday we had the super bowl it was it was a big day i now i know you're not like a super football fan though No, I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so like when you go into watching something like that, what's the draw for you watching it? And where were you whenever you were watching it? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think the biggest draw for me in something like that is 
the like connection to community or, or like commonality um, because everyone's like, oh, who's, whose team are you cheering for? And my like joke of the day that I said a hundred times was the winning team. Um, that's sure. who I'm cheering for. Yeah. Because um, I've got no, no uh, stake in the basket. I didn't care who won or lost. Um, didn't care who was even playing. No, I didn't even care who was playing. But it was it was fun to um, be like in and around people in a gathering setting. Um, even people that are like hyped up and excited and there's like games and there's themes um like usually everybody does um the squares yeah like the bingo right? card thing yeah the or not even the yeah the bingo card thing where everyone like buys you know the oh, points and the then everybody where, yeah yeah the spread yeah gotcha okay. so all, all sorts of fun stuff and like a ton of food and all the food was like themed food right from yeah. like you know you know kansas city or, or 49ers food so i i was definitely um i was in it for the the social aspect i did like the idea of um i i enjoy commercials for sure and then i also enjoy um the halftime show that's always really fun um so Maybe not so much the football, but the football is like it's fun to watch too. When someone's playing high level sports, even though I'm yeah. like not particularly into a certain team, like man, whoever's whoever was like on the drive and they were making good things happen, it was like, oh my gosh, that was a great drive, or that was like a great catch, or what a fumble, or like those are fun, exciting things, even though I don't necessarily like get into who's winning or losing type of thing. Do you know all the rules? Um, no, For I maybe know like. Though. 50% of the rules. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And where were you uh, again? What's that? Where were you watching? Oh, yeah. I, Maddie and Chachi's um, and uncle always host a Super Bowl uh, gathering. And it's uh, in Camarillo. Um, and so we go to their house and they've got a bunch of family and friends. And then they also invite um, their, their amazing hosts and they invite uh, friends as well to come and hang and and spend great. time um, with them as basically family, which is great. It's a ton I of fun. That. Yeah, I just stayed home. Like we stayed and watched. I was actually working out at the gym while the pre-game shows were on, so it was getting me excited. Mm. I really prefer college football, as you know. University yeah. of Texas is my team, but yep. over the last probably a couple of years, I've gotten more into NFL and Texas. So obviously football is the number one sport of the state. So Cowboys, if they're playing, I'll always try to catch that game. But like the last year or two, I've been watching more NFL and definitely have been following the the Taylor Swift run through this whole thing. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I was voting for, rooting for Kansas and they did a great job. You're, you're voting for Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's all about the Swifties, of course. And I, you know, like, for me, I love anything that's a big spectacle. Like you get something like this that traditionally a lot of people will only tune in for the very big game. And so I I love it. You know, it doesn't take a lot of buy-in for me to just like get into it. You know, it's a high yeah. level, a high level stakes game, but I really enjoy it. And of course I love commercials and I love the the usually I love the concert. So overall, yeah, it's four plus hours of just like great entertainment for me. Yeah, do you do you get like do you get a lot of like banter back and forth with do you communicate with like opposing teams or do you rile people up cuz I feel like that's some of the fun part too is Well, 
for sure, like anybody who I know as a close friend, if they are for the opposing team, I will kind of, I will kind of like give them a couple nudges. But since it was just us at home, you know, we didn't have anybody else there. We were just kind of enjoying it. I will yell and scream the entire time at the TV as if they can hear me. And I was <laughs> for a while, like the first half, it just was kind of a slow game. And it was a, a slow of, start. I was just like screaming the whole time. So I will get into it that way. But um, I didn't really have any any friends, like close friends who were like super into the 49ers. So I didn't have, and I, at the end of the day, I'm not a huge Kansas City fan, except for the fact that Taylor Swift was involved this year. So, plus I've been listening to Travis and his brother's podcast a lot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I've been going through this process of learning. And so I've kind of become a fan of his. And when he, he hosted Saturday Night Live last year, I thought he did a great job. So I've kind of been more just like, a fan in general of Travis and he comes with that team. So I'm going to, I'm going to cheer for them. Yeah, that's great. All right. So speaking of the game, is there a highlight of the actual football game that you, you feel is noteworthy? Um, I felt like there was a couple of things, but you know, um, I, I feel like some of the most noteworthy stuff, was those last final drives in overtime. I mean, oh, yeah, that was great. Those were the most exciting pieces. There was a couple of like turnovers and, and, um, you know, changes of possession early in the game. So we're kind of exciting, but because the stakes weren't that high, it doesn't, didn't feel as like tense or exciting. Yeah. Um, but those last final drives, um, with the 49ers choosing to, uh, kick a field goal, Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know that that was exciting. It was like, what are they going to do? Are they going to go for it? Are they going to kick it? And I felt like even watching that kick, I felt like he almost missed the three point kick. And yeah, um, and so those were that those last two drives I thought were super exciting. With like, hey man, you gotta you gotta you gotta make moves. Are you gonna pass? Are you gonna run? Are you gonna find a hole? Like, that's those were my highlights um oh i actually on that last uh drive from um kansas city there the the qb what's the qb's name from kansas city oh mohanas yeah that guy mohanas um when he ran it right through the middle and yeah got a first down i was like oh my gosh look at that guy go he's gonna score a touchdown he got a couple of those um unexpected runs right through the middle yeah, yeah. I, um, the last the fourth quarter, probably the last half of that fourth fourth quarter, I was really hoping that they go into overtime because I love like an overtime situation. And then yeah, it was great from there. Like I felt like it was pretty boring up to that point, but we got our we got our good football the last the last part of that game into overtime, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I mean I would rather have a close game like that than you know, somebody scoring 14, 21 points right off yeah. the bat in that first quarter or so. Yeah. So even though it started slow, I think that was, that was probably a, a more entertaining game in the end because of it. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. So then let's talk about commercials. Did you have a, a favorite commercial of the game? Yeah. I, and it was such a lame one, but I, I'm, I mean, well, let me see if I can guess. Yeah. You're going <laughs> to guess it. Um, I think I'm going to say it's either going to be between, um, 
the Dunkin' Donuts commercial with Ben Affleck and J-Lo, or the other one could be the Mr. T one. No. No. Neither. Okay, what was no. it? It was the pickleball commercial, the E-Trade. Oh, with the babies. With the two little, the little, two little babies oh, that were I playing. Kind of, I forgot about that one. Yeah. And it's, it was like what? Um, it's like tennis, but for babies or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was probably my, one of my least favorite ones, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I had to pick that one because it's. I'm a pickleball fan. Yes. I'm a pickleball fan. All right, you want to guess what, what, what? Why don't you guess what you think my favorite commercial was? I have no idea. Um, I couldn't even tell. I I have zero inkling of what I think your your favorite would be. It was going to be a draw, and actually, they were just they were trailers of movies coming up. So the oh. Twisters, the Twisters movie trailer. Oh, okay. I'm so excited because Twisters is one. Twister is one of my favorite movies with Helen Hunt. Yeah, that's an old movie. Yeah. I, I must have missed that commercial. Um, yeah, so they have a sequel. I don't know if it's a sequel. Maybe it's a remake. It's called Twisters. And okay. the guy um, from the new Top Gun movie, Glenn, I think is his name. I don't know if it's Glenn. Which character Powell. is he? Um, that, that, the main, the main hotshot in the new Top oh, Gun. Oh, okay. I like and, that guy. Yeah, he's in it. And then the other one was the new trailer for the movie Wicked coming out. Yes, oh, I did. I, I should have guessed. So excited about that one. Yeah. I was I was really thrown off. I I didn't put it together that it was Wicked. Yeah. And I was like, "Man, is this a is this a um Wizard of Oz?" I was like, "I don't remember a lot of this stuff from Wizard of Oz." Yeah. And then it clicked that it was wicked. And I was like, duh. Well, oh the my first gosh. part of it, I actually, it kind of was reminiscent of the Hunger Games, the very first part of it. When yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, that is, wait, because I know there's a new, or there was a, uh, a prequel to Hunger Games that came out not too long ago. So I thought maybe mm. it was another one of those at first. I just wasn't yeah. even on my radar that they would be releasing that, oh, wicked. that trailer. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Yes. So excited. All right. Yeah. Well, what about, what about uh, Mr. Usher? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm like not, I don't know. I'm going to give it like a six out of 10. I feel like overall, I like to hear more of one song versus, I think he had 12 different songs in that mashup. And there was just like little pieces of one and little pieces of the other. I love that he had like all the people come in. He had like Alicia Keys and he had like Will I Am and like little John was there. Uh, Yeah. I. I, Ludacris. yeah, ludicrous. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, he started off really slow with some slow songs, and I feel like yep. he should have started off with like more energy. It ended with more energy. Um, I don't know. I just I feel like he he didn't do the job that I was looking for. He didn't he didn't sing um, scream, which I I would have bet the house that he would have had that song on there. So there's a couple of songs I wish he would have sang, and more of songs maybe four or five songs versus like 12 so i'm a little i'm like eh, it was okay what about you did you like it i i i feel like the music is the 
less important part of the show. I like the performance part of it. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I was just blown away that, that one, he's in such good, as good a shape as he still is. And right. two, that he was doing a lot of moves that I was like, holy smokes, I'm impressed like dance moves wise and like blades he was not on blades on on oh, skates yeah, he, was, he, was, he was on roller blades he was yeah. on roller skates and i was yeah. like holy smokes this is so impressive i've yeah. been on roller skates and eaten crap several times and to be on <laughs> like that ultimate stage and yeah. not like riding around backwards and doing tricks and, yeah going underneath people i'm yeah. like i feel like i've broken a knee yeah. riding around in a circle on the rink I mean, I appreciated that he was actually singing. So I would prefer to hear somebody breathing heavy, maybe hitting some wrong notes, but actually singing. Mm. And I mean, and the fact that he not only was he singing, but he was full performance mode. So I yeah. appreciate that. I just feel like the overall performance could have been much more energy. I thought the level could have been higher. Uh, but overall, yeah. I thought it was good. I don't think it was one of the best ones by any stretch, but. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I think I think I agree with you there. Like it felt like the performance of his music wasn't it wasn't it wasn't anything that was like incredible or, or to remember. But it, it felt like he was like hustling. It felt like he was there was some close ups too and he was sweating his butt off. He was like like before it even like really got going, even in the first song, my husband yeah. was like, He needs a towel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the so I kind of, I don't know. I kind of appreciate that. That's like, it's not something Yo, that you really think about yeah. uh, performance-wise. But I bet the clothes he's wearing were so hot that whole get up. Yeah, I mean that's why he took off his, you know, jacket. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on his shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, do you have like a favorite snack that you had during the game? Oh man, I love desserts. <laughs> I you were probably super hungry from that run too. I I ate a really big meal after the run because I was like I can't wait until yeah um three o'clock or three thirty to eat food. So I, I ate food almost right away. And then when we got there, there was a ton of food and okay. it all looked so good. Um, I had um some meat sliders which were great they were amazing um but i was like i all these desserts there was like there was so much good food but the desserts were really really good and i ate a ton of cookies um i ate some apple like apple pie cheesecake that was bomb um i ate probably more than i should have there was like a an Oreo Reese's peanut butter cake. Um, that was also super bomb. Yeah. I had, I ended up having a really bad stomach ache. (laughs) (laughs) I I went home rubbing my tummy because I was like, I ate way too much dessert and now I have a really bad stomach ache. Yeah. Yeah, we, oh, didn't, we didn't go crazy. We ordered Pizza Hut, so on my way back from the gym, Pizza Hut, breadsticks, some cinnamon twists, I had a couple margaritas, and yeah, I mean, I wasn't super hungry because I had not ran 
as much as you, but usually when I run a lot, I'm starving. So I would have probably ate the house down had I actually ran. So that was probably a good thing. The cinnamon twist, really? Well, cinnamon stick, you know, like we order like, uh, it's like this big box. It's called like a dinner plate, I think, at Pizza Hut. And it has like pizza and then like two sides. So we ordered cinnamon sticks, breadsticks, and then it comes with like the icing that you can dip the cinnamon in and uh, <laughs> whoa jr don't go off the rails <laughs> <laughs> i mean usually i'll eat like almost the entire box so it, it was a pretty good day for me i think i would definitely eat the entire box i actually had a piece of pizza on my way here for lunch nice leftover <laughs> pizza is better than hot and ready pizza uh, i mean i usually put it in the oven to reheat it so i'll like put the oven at 400 put it in so it's crispy i don't love microwaving pizza but i had to because i was running a little late so Mm. Um, i love just cold pizza all right if you guys are like me you carry a lot of shit to the gym i like to take my rope i like an extra pair of socks to change into after i work out i like to have a snack because that's super important toiletry bag man there's just so much in my bag and for a long time i really struggled with keeping all of that separated or trying to find something easily. Not anymore because the best boss in the world, Colby, bought me a Haven athletic bag. And let me tell you about this bag. It has lots of different compartments, even a little ventilated area at the bottom where you can either put your stinky shoes or maybe sweaty clothes. And it's great to not have those mixed in with all of your other stuff. We are able to give you guys $40 off your purchase. If you go to the show notes, there's a link. Haven Athletic. Purchase your bag today. I have an interesting statistic for you. Okay. So it's the year of the election. It's 2024. So we have a presidential election coming up. And this year, the Super Bowl included the Chiefs. Someone told me that um, Taylor Swift is running for president. (laughs) I mean, Taylor Swift's doing everything. So we have the Chiefs and the 49ers in this year's Super Bowl. Okay. Four years ago, in the election year, in the Super Bowl, did you know that the Chiefs and the 49ers played also that year against each other? No and way. Are you lying to me? No, and Kansas City won. Really? And this is the first time that has happened where two elections were the same, what well, we think, the same two people will be going against each other. Wow. And the same two teams played each other that year. That hasn't happened since... 52 and 56, I believe they said. Wow, wow, you're right. Yeah, it's crazy. How did you find that out? I like to investigate things. <laughs> wow. I heard it on another podcast, okay? <laughs> um, that's crazy impressive. Well, that's, and that's a super crazy. interesting fact. Did you hear anything else crazy like that? No, they didn't actually give any other. They were just kind of talking about weird statistics. Um, kind of around the Super Bowl and how, like, when the Super Bowl comes, like, the Vegas will do all kinds of uh, ways that you can bet on the game. Like, there's, like, all these bets on what songs Usher was going to sing and who his yeah. guests are going to be, what the spread is going to be for the game itself, how many Taylor Swift sightings they would be, like, all kinds of stuff. And this was just something that I kind of threw in as a bonus content. But I thought that was super impressive, and it could be predictive, predictive of who wins the election this year. So we'll we'll have to see and yeah. find out. Futures future are you allowed to bet on that? Are you allowed to bet on uh Oh I'm sure. You bet at, you can bet on anything. Um I, I wonder if there's any kind of statistics around um the 
the amount of betting that that happens around uh, the Super Bowl? Like, is it one of like the biggest gambling, you know, um, events of the year? It has to be. I mean, what other sporting event besides a a fight? A fight in Vegas. I mean, I feel like particularly this one because I feel like the more events like that that happen in Vegas, you're going to get more people. Hey, I'm here, so might as well bet. Maybe Mm. somebody. I mean, if you're already a betting person, you're going to bet regardless of where it's at. But people who don't normally bet, hey, I'm in Vegas, I might as well bet. So I bet it was probably one of the most bet on. I would guess we're going to have to like we're going to do fact checking, and we'll next next time we're we record we'll have to like update on that but i would i would think that it probably was one of the highest highest sporting events that was bet on um yeah there i i saw that there were some people that were winning like in excess of like five hundred thousand dollars yeah um which is which is great crazy to think that somebody's winning a half a million dollars on a super bowl bet yeah but how much are they betting I don't know. I don't know how, how betting they works. Bet and then, like, they—I would think if you're winning like that, you might be even betting against the odds you'd have to be to win such high money. I don't know. Wow. So this was just last year. Um. Wow. And here's what the analyst said. So last year there was about uh, sixteen billion dollars was bet during the Super Bowl. Okay. And they're saying there's projections. I, maybe it's not all calculated and done yet. Projections that it's 35% higher than last year. Yeah. I would, I would think it would have to be. It would have to be. Like you have that many people in the betting capital of the entire world. There are so many people who are betting on that. That's like, oh, like, what the F? I'm just going to do it. I'm here. Wow. Dang. Um. That's a lot of money floating around. That's yeah. maybe like close to from 16 plus 35, 25,000 or 25 billion dollars that was bet that's during that game. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, so talk about the game. How does something like this kind of relate? How can we bring this back into like what we talked about here on a Oh, basis? man, that's a great question, JR. I'm glad you asked. I'm full of great questions. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's a great point. Like why spend time talking about the Super Bowl on, on, uh, our podcast. Um, and I, and I think something that we've kind of both touched on is like, it's it's something that so many people, um, can, can relate to, even if they're not on either side of the team or participate in, even if they're not on any side of the team. Um, and I, I think that, that segues super well into the open that's coming up for us, which is, in my opinion, something else that is a, a massive, massive participation um, event, something that yes. you know so many of us can participate in, no matter if we've got you know skin in the game or not. Right. You know, um, it well, we is, talk about like we talk about like the grand spectacle of a thing, right? And so people are kind of attracted to like big sporting events, big things. And it's a big thing. And we make kind of a spectacle of it in our, in our boxes all over the world. Cause we do like a Friday night lights or Saturday showcase. And in our gym, we do 
kind of an, we call it an intramural games and we yeah. make it something big, you know, because how are you going to convince people to pay $20 to do something that they're already paying a membership to do, come in and work out. But because yeah. it's something more grand, I think that that makes people excited. And we talked about during the open, people come in and, you know, they're doing a workout so similar to what we normally do every day, but they're so much more nervous about doing it. And yeah. I think that that is a great comparison, like a big event to the open because you're getting, we're getting geared up to, you know, promote this thing for three weeks of the year. And for some folks who are just kind of in it to be healthy, you know, how do you get them to, how do you convince those folks to participate? Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. How do you convince them to participate or like wh why, why, in my in my head i'm thinking the same way of like how do you get somebody to show up to the super bowl game who's not interested in in the super bowl you put and commercials like, and so you put, many have, other things you put usher shirtless there <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be uh, performing shirtless at our open this year jr uh, yeah, yeah absolutely i'm getting in shape right now. <laughs> you heard it here if you would like to see jr shirtless performing um <laughs> Then sign up for the open because he'll be there. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that like the we do Friday night lights. Do you call it? Do you call it Friday night lights or what do you call it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We'll call it Friday night lights. So like you know, you I think by nature of how we're gonna have to set it up when people come in on Friday evening versus maybe doing it Friday morning in class, it's gonna feel different because the gym's gonna be set up differently because it's going to look more like an actual CrossFit competition because we have to follow the floor plan and we have to make sure that we have enough space for multiple people to go for heat. And it just yeah. looks different. So it's going to feel different. And it's going to feel like there's, there's more stakes, even though there really isn't, you know, like yeah. the, the biggest draw to this is that, Hey, like this is part of community. If I can encourage anybody to do it, it's because you're going to come and be part of something that's a lot of fun. And when we talk about the Super Bowl, hey, I don't care if the 49ers are playing or if the Chiefs are playing. I'm going to come because the whole entire event is appealing. The food's appealing. You know, the, the music's yeah. appealing and the vibe is appealing. And you kind of get sucked into it. So I think yeah. for anybody out there who's never done an Open and you're not really sure what it's about, just come to your local box on that Friday and Saturday, and that's it. It's hard to explain. I mean, we will try our best to explain, but it's it's definitely, you will understand it if you just see it, and then you'll know, okay, now I know what they're talking about. Yeah, I think that is such a perfect analogy um, for like what, what we're, we're trying to go after with the Open. It's, it's supposed to be a community event. It's supposed to be, um, you know, drawing people together, and it's, you know, more or less, maybe that's supposed to feel like some high stakes, but at the end of the day, it's the, the stakes are fun. Um, yes. you know, there's, there's people who were at the Super Bowl and they put in a hundred dollars per square for their betting things. And there's people that put in $1 right. and it's like, the idea was exactly the same. And like, we're here, we're here for fun. Don't, you don't have to be the hundred dollar stakes right. person you could be the one dollar stakes person and i think a good comparison to that is in our gym we have an intramural games um and that's yeah. where they pay twenty dollars and they're not going online and signing up for the crossfit games but they are participating in the yeah, or sorry the open they're participating in the open because we're doing those workouts and we're putting them on teams 
led by coaches. They additionally could buy in more by going online and spending another $20 to officially sign up for the open. And I always try to encourage people to do both, but there's those different levels of folks who are going to come in and, okay, I want to put this much effort this much into this and I'm just going to do the intramurals or I'm going to go one step further and I'm going to also sign up for the open. So that's a a really great kind of comparison to what you just said. And I've told everybody and it's absolutely true that it does not matter what level you are at. Every single person can participate in the open. Yep. It doesn't matter. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe I should just read through some of these rules yeah. um, that we put together for the intramural open. And okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that'll it'll be a little bit um, less intimidating if they kind of know like, hey, what is what is it going to look like, and what's it you know how's it going to go? This is for our um, intramurals at our gym. Yep, this is within our own space. So every every gym out there is going to do their own potentially their own thing, um, but this is what we will do. Um, uh, the event is di- divi- designed to bring the community together, challenging and celebrating both veteran athletes and beginners. Uh, workouts are announced on February 29th, March 7th, and March 14th. And we would encourage all of our members to participate and showcase their skills, their strength, and their team spirit. Um, we'll have two different teams. We'll have Oxnard Red, Movement Black. Everybody will be assigned to teams. Um you can register on a clipboard or you can even register online at games.crossfit.com. Um, and we'll talk about it with points, how teams will earn points. That registration online will also gain you some points. Um, schedules. They're all of Friday's classes, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and 9 a.m. and 3.30 p.m. will be done. Uh, the workout that's announced on Thursday will be done in Friday classes. So all of those classes will be done just like the open, whether or not you're participating in the open or not, you're going to do the open workout. So potentially you might as well sign up and do the intramural open. And then Friday night lights at 4.30 PM, we will start warm up for Friday night lights. And at 5.30 PM, we'll start doing heats. So instead of like in a normal class setting, we'll do it in heats. So you'll sign up for a heat ahead of time. You'll have a judge who judges you. um, And then your scores will officially go up on our whiteboard um, through the end of the evening and however long it takes us to get through all of those heats. And then same thing on Saturday morning, we'll have two classes that are going to be run in a group class atmosphere. So if you missed class on Friday, you can take it again on Saturday morning and, um, still get points for your team. And then scoring closes for the open for us at Saturday at noon. So if you missed that Friday or Saturday, um, then you're gonna have to wait till the following week to get some more points. And then scoring system, you're going to get a point for completing the workout, whether it's on Friday or Saturday, Friday at the Friday Night Lights or whenever. Then you'll get an additional point for a maximum of two points um, for completing it um, at Friday Night Lights. So you could get one point for completing it at any point. You could get two points if you completed it at Friday Night Lights. Then you get an additional one point if you complete the workout. And you make a personal record. So any of you that are that are nervous, like, oh, I might not be the best person. If you do something that you've never done before in the open, you're going to get points for your team. Yeah. And then another way that you can get points is every single week, the top three RX males and RX females um, will get points for their teams as well. Five points for first place, four points for thir- second place, and three points for third place, both males and females. And then... 
um, there's bonus points. So that's how you get points on a weekly basis. And then there's bonus points every week. There will be either the Oxnard Red or the Movement Black team will get five points for Team Spirit. Um, and then each person who registers on the game's website will get four points for their team. So that doesn't matter whether you do all three workouts or if you do zero workouts. If you sign up online, you're automatically getting your team four points. And then another four points if you do the judges course online, which I think is going to be less common, but people have the opportunity to do that. And then, um, there will be individual recognition categories for the very end, and those will give you five points for, for your team if you're a winner of an individual recognition. And our three individual recognition categories are most, most judgmental, which is the person who judges the most people throughout the Open. Very, very fun. Uh, rookie of the Year, who is uh, this is the person who does the best in their first year of the Open. And then Spirit of the Open. Uh, the Spirit of the Open is somebody who exemplifies sportsmanship, positive energy, and encouragement. Somebody who's always uh, cheering on that person, always clapping, always staying to help and clean up. Um, and those categories are judged and, and voted on at the very end, and they get prizes as well. Not only do they get prizes for those, you're getting points for your team. Um, and then, so that's how teams work as far as points. Uh, go. And then we also doing weekly raffles every single week. So if you come to Friday Night Lights, you could get some cool prizes. We're giving away a gym bag. We're giving away a Haven um, gym bag. We're giving away oh, a hey, Theragun. Hey, Haven. <laughs> hey, Haven. And we're giving away a, a set of barbell collars as well. So there's lots of different ways that you can earn points for your team. You don't have to think, oh my gosh, like I'm not the best athlete, so I'm not going to contribute to my team. You will 100% contribute to your team just yeah. by showing up. Um, so we definitely want to encourage everyone because just like the Super Bowl, it's a, it's a vibe. It's fun. It's, um, you know, it's, it's good energy. You do things that maybe are outside your comfort zone. Um, and maybe you even get to see somebody else. It's so encouraging to see somebody else try something and achieve something. Yes. It's like super powerful and gets me all fired up. Definitely. And I will say to your point, no, there's going to be top three male, top three females in the RX division every week. However, if you are newer to CrossFit and you're like, I can't compete with them. Well, you're not competing with them. You're competing against yourself, against yeah. what you've done before. And potentially those folks can be more valuable to a team because you have way more opportunities to PR as a new member or new person to CrossFit than the folks who've been here a while. So you have to think of it like, hey, I actually... Like the newer folks, the less experienced folks are going to be more um, valuable to Scoring a team. Points. Yeah, you have uh, opportunity because how many times me as someone who's done it for 10 years, I have very few opportunities to PR something at this point. Yeah, it's possible, you know, for me to maybe hit a lift. You're yeah. still PR and stuff. But for someone who's newer, they have an opportunity literally every week to yeah. PR. So you're you're very valuable to your team. So definitely consider signing up if you've never done it before so exciting Sweet. and by the way we're going to be having three special open episodes during that week we'll have our regular episode as well as a episode every thursday night of the open where we will kind of like a take a deep dive into the workout that was just announced and we will have special guests who will kind of talk about strategies yeah. so we're excited about um those three weeks it's going to be a busy three weeks for us for sure 
and having some special guests are going to be really, really fun. Yeah, There's some sure. really awesome people that we're excited to talk with. So Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's see. Before we leave, is there anything in particular that we haven't mentioned about the Super Bowl that you want to talk about? No. I think we talked about a lot of different stuff. Um, I'm curious to know what uh, all of our listeners ate for desserts. Yeah. So maybe comment below. Let yeah, us know what you tough. ate for dessert. Did you have a favorite dessert or favorite dish from the Super Bowl? Awesome. I need to know what I want to eat next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, like it's always fun, but this was a really fun episode. We love talking about sports and we love talking about fitness and mixing them together. Makes for a great podcast. So I, I appreciate something a little different this week. Yeah, absolutely. Rate us subscribe, download our episodes, share it with somebody. Um, if this is helpful for you, it's probably helpful for somebody else. So share it with them. Um, and let's let this uh, podcast grow. Don't forget, sign up for the open, whether you come to our gym or any other gym, it's a great experience. And I think that you will really enjoy yourself. <laughs> All right. Until next time, we will see you on the podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Emmanuel, that was so good! <laughs> go again! Three, two, one! Ah!